the Taliban can, cause they're mixing it with love to make the world taste good. The Taliban can. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It is your main cool cat customer. I don't know what I'm saying there. Adam Pecora here, customer services resident bad boy. Haven't used that moniker in a while. Um, what's going on in Afghanistan? <laughs> uh, we'll get to that in a second, maybe. Not really, but <clears throat> first things first. Pluggity plug plug plug. You know the drill. Drop and give me twenty. Merch, rfat.bigcartel.com. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Come on, what are you guys doing? What are you doing? Numbers are going up, but not as steadily as they previously, recently just were going up. So, you know, come on. Push the button. What are you going to do? Anyway, <laughs> but shout out to all the people that have. It's been wild. Um, follow me on Instagram at adam.rfat. You can contact the podcast at rfatpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, check out the music, Multiplex and Wolf X. Again, that Multiplex album is coming. The announcements are coming. I'm going to keep teasing them. The record is nuts. Uh, just finished up a bunch of graphics today. Uh, more, more to come from there. But, uh, we're, we're making progress. So uh, it's almost ready to almost be ready for you if you catch my drift. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah, just keep listening to the pod. Check out Justice's stuff. Bandmate, fellow half part-time podcaster guy, Microwave Minutes. You know, if you still haven't seen it, you're missing out. Um, yeah, what a day. Not today specifically, I guess. Nothing's really going on today, which is good as of this recording. Um, here on a Sunday. Might break this one up into two parts. A little inside baseball for everybody. <laughs> um, I mean in the recording process. This is going to be one episode regardless. But uh, White Lotus coming on. So I'm going to have to do a live react, like right after the finale is over, hop back on and record that out. But that doesn't mean anything to you because that's going to happen anyway. So we can move on, Adam. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate the insight. But uh, yeah, the Taliban uh, <laughs> really just kicking some ass over there, aren't they? It's kind of just like, how is it possible that you could have a presence in a country for 20 goddamn years and then the second you leave, it just all falls apart immediately? It's, what is this, a game of fucking Tropico? Because that shit happens to me. I have a save right now where everything is going so well in this country, right? I actually, most of the time I just go heavily, heavily into bankruptcy in Tropico, I don't know if you guys play Tropico, you should. It's a world building game, like a country builder. That's about all you need to know. Anyway, I got this one. I'm just hemorrhaging cash normally. This one is just steady income, steady income. Uh, I think I just advanced it too fast is the problem. Because I have like a full army and all of that. And plenty of backup to that. You know, I got the base. I got all the places. Plus some. 
But these radicals just keep coming in and destroying it. And there's nothing I can do preventatively every time. And it breaks my heart. Because um, normally, like I said, usually I'll just have to fast forward for like years and hope that the money catches up with itself. But boy, it never does. That debt just keeps climbing and climbing. And if you're in debt, you can't build anything. You can't do anything. So the game is effectively shitty. And I'm too stupid to, one, even look into what I'm doing wrong. Because I technically might not even know how to play the game still. Uh, and or two, I'm just too stupid to, you know, be good at the game in general. Which would be sad, because I play on Sandbox, so it should be easy. <laughs> but uh, we can just, we can pretend it's just difficult. I tell everybody the game's real difficult. It's a real puzzler. <laughs> this one will really put your mind in a pretzel. People are like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Piece of cake. Eh, good for you. Must be nice. I got to say, my endless frustration with this brand new M1 Mac Mini having the greatest functionality of any computer this size I ever could have imagined and just no ability for the mouse to work. Like, just the juxtaposition of it is so crazy to me. And, like, you would think Bluetooth is a really easy, neat, and simple thing. But for whatever reason, it just isn't, and I cannot get my mouse to just work i was on chat with apple not fucking getting me anywhere i mean it did for like 10 minutes and it's just like come on guys how how are we doing this you know i was hoping maybe they'd just be like all right well here's a new model maybe not a new model but you know what i mean like a more updated one i don't even know if they do it like that but uh nope little troubleshooting Worked for 10 seconds, enough to get me off the fucking text chain thing. But no real improvements, and it's just like, I, I don't get it, you know? And I don't want to get rid of the keyboard and mouse. Those are fucking brand new, too. I bought them with the thing. That's the problem. It's just like a grand irony. It drives me insane. But uh, speaking of a run-in with some chat support. I had a little issue with Adidas recently. Excuse me on that. Jesus Christ. An entire like fur ball of air just crawled up my throat and there was nothing I could do about it. It's it's crazy what I go through for you people. The things I endure and stomach and just all around tolerate for the entertainment of others. I mean, really, I am the sacrificial lamb of which y'all should shawarma when I die. I don't know what that. I don't know where I'm going with that. Doesn't matter. Lamb's good. It's a shame. It's a shame. Like, why does it have to be lamb? I don't know. You can't eat the adults. It's probably not something that I should be into. But you know what? It's fucking delicious. And, you know, that's why it's not called that cute of a name. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, lamb. That's like a different animal. It's not like a baby version of something. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, we're eating Joey tonight. 
you know, that would be a lot more, oh, fuck, this doesn't seem good. Also, you have to forgive me. <laughs> I needed to level out. I puffed the magic dragon right before I got on, so I'm feeling a little spacey. Not feeling anything like Kevin, so you don't got to worry about that. Okay? Just keep your pants on, everybody. Literally. Please. Um, so back to my little Adidas predicament, right? Just tell me if you feel the irony and frustration in this. Like, I, I don't know if this is another one of those moments where it's like my internal rage kicked in too quickly. Am I, was I being feeling unreasonable? I definitely wasn't being unreasonable. I could tell you that much right now. God damn it. But I don't know. It's hard to gauge because when I'm in it, it's like, oh, my God, everything is against me. My life is so hard. You know what I mean? Somebody hook me the fuck up for once. God damn it. Anyway, so I order these fucking shoes. They're like these slip on mountain bikey shoes they're they're supposed to be for not that i have a mountain bike or i'm doing mountain biking you know but i ride a i cruise on a tiny little bike through these tiny little streets with my tiny little feet and my little legs i didn't want to say tiny again uh and so i was like all right let me get a nice nice airy thing you know they were like mesh and whatever they seem both durable and comfortable the ideal thing Feel the breeze between my toes, etc. And I'm like, all right, perfect. Now there's a nice looking one. It's in gray and brown. I was like, oh, that's the one I want. But then there's one on sale. 56 bucks versus 70 bucks. All black. I rock all black. No problem there. Still not as good looking, but okay. I'll take the discount. I'll buy a pair, buy some socks to even it out that I needed. Boom. $14 pair of socks. We're good. Now, these ones on sale, they said they had only... It's it's one of those where it said one remaining in your size. You know, so I'm like, okay. Usually that's fake anyway. But granted that this one was on sale, I was like, all right, sick. I probably should buy this now, like right now, because this actually could be real. Uh, why would one be on sale and not the other? I, I Anyway. <laughs> Two weeks goes by. I receive my socks, you know, in too long of a time, given that it's fucking Adidas, you know. They should be shipping Amazon speeds. You're fucking Adidas. Like, you don't got to play these games shipping ground. Like, you can't afford it. You know what I mean? It's just rude. Um, But I will say they do give you free shipping just for signing up for the free account. So that is pretty sick. But still, you know. Gas me up even more. Get it to me in two days and free. I'll be buying a lot more Adidas. You know? Uh, no status updates on these shoes. A week, fucking ten days in, maybe? Maybe more? I'm like, alright. This shit ain't coming. You know? But they, they don't cancel it. Until they do. But as it's going, I'm like, oh, you know, maybe the, maybe something is going on. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they just didn't put up tracking for some reason. No, they just make me dick around for two fucking weeks and then they're like, your order's canceled. It's not coming. 
Okay. You know, whatever. It sucks that you make me wait for that. So there's there's gripe number one. This is where it starts. Okay. This is the beginning layer of anger. Because what? You couldn't have checked the inventory in five seconds? You know what I mean? Like whenever the person went to process the order and they're like, oh, there's none. Or honestly, you can't. Here's the here's the real thing. You can't just be like, would you like the other one? You know what I mean? <laughs> At that point, if if they were even like, we have the other one, we st- we have to charge you the $14. It would be fine with me because it would be $14 separately. I wouldn't even realize it. You know what I mean? Because I'd already paid for the socks. Or, you know, just straight up offer me it. Anyway, not only does none of that happen, they're just like, your order got canceled. Here's a $10 coupon code. You got 30 days to use it. Are bad. So I'm like, all right, that's at least decent enough. I'll get 10 bucks off. That way I'll only pay four extra dollars than I would have paid for the other color. And then I get the color I want. Pretty good, solid turn of events. So I'm happy with it. I go to check out. What happens? What do you think? What do you think? Of course, for whatever reason, this shoe in particular, no coupon codes allowed. Well, fuck me. What are the odds? They just put that in <laughs> right after they canceled my order. They probably went straight to the thing and they're like, we're not going to let this kid use this coupon code on here. We can't let it happen. Fuck them. Because that's how it felt. It's like, what are the fucking odds of this? So I'm frustrated because it's like, you give me this coupon like for the trouble of canceling the order and then I want to order the same thing again because I never got it because you didn't have it. And I want to use the code you gave me for my trouble and then I avoid all trouble. Logically, that all sounds great, doesn't it? But they deny me, so I get on the chat and I'm like, yo, bitch. No, I was not. I'm always a very courteous, what's it called? Customer service chat, aim, instant messenger. I don't know how to word that. It's a lot. But I like to do the chats, one, because you don't have to be on hold. This is the biggest issue. You're always on hold if you ever try to call a place forever. And that just builds and builds and builds. And then you want to scream at the person by the time you get there. But you know, if you do, they really won't help you. And then if you're too nice, they won't help you either. So it's all just a fucking disaster if you call no matter what, typically. And, you know, just a generation of people who had their parents call places for them always. For whatever reason, we're all just terrible at being on the... We just hate the idea of talking to strangers on the phone. And I'm still that way. It's very hard for me to call a place I've never called. You know, I can call my boy. It doesn't matter. You know, it's not like I have a weird phone phobia or anxiety specifically. I just always feel like I'm going to get yelled at. I don't know why that is. You know, it's probably something to unpack somewhere on a couch. But here I am just on a bed. (laughs) Uh, speaking to not another real person. So I think that's about just as healthy. You know, the furniture balances it out. <laughs> um, 
Wow, what a tangent. Let me retrace my steps for a second. Okay, we're back. So, <laughs> I am always courteous in the little chat. I'm in the chat. I realized that I got a mouthful, so I tried to break it up. I tell the whole story I just told you with the shoes. She goes, uh, the discount code appears to be working. I'm like, yeah, I didn't say that it doesn't work. So my question overall was, I guess I should clarify that. Is there a way to get me a discount on the shoes that I want to buy? Because this code doesn't work on them specifically and this, these are the pair I want. And I originally was only supposed to pay 56 but it got canceled. So can we just hook this up, please? You know? Like $10 off or $14 off. I would like one of those two options, basically. I get neither of those options. And not only that, she hits me with the Europe, like I'm a retard and I don't know what I'm talking about. Like I'm so ignorant and fucking stupid. Like they don't even care. They don't even care. I try to type with etiquette, proper spelling. I might have had a typo in there. You know, whatever. But, like, just to indicate, like, oh, I'm an intelligent one. But there's no way to really gauge that. They always try to baby you. So she hits me with the baby shit. She's like, hey, you fucking moron. This code totally works. The shoe says no fucking coupons, stupid. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that's 100% exactly what I said, you fucking prick. And she goes, let me pull up some other slip-ons I could show you. And I fucking lost it in human form. Digitally, just quit, just left the thing. And I, I hope that that stings a little to them when you just leave abruptly or you put a snide little thing. I was like, I just, I literally just said that. Thanks for nothing, basically. I, I wasn't even mean enough to say thanks for nothing. But I still hope it stings when somebody just drops a thing on you. Like, no, you're the fucking idiot. Don't talk down to me like I'm an idiot. You read a third of what I said. You didn't pay attention to every detail. You ignored my story. And basically, I'm just salty. I don't get fucking hooked up. And that's why I'm spending 15 minutes on it. But don't you understand like the irony that I have to go through all that because they made me jump through all these hoops with these codes and the not codes and this doesn't work and this is canceled. And it's like, well, what the fuck? So I just can't get the thing I want at the price you charge. You know, I don't know. Made me angry. And it's like, and the problem is that like, there's just nothing. What am I going to do? Go to the Adidas store. They're not, they're not going to give a fuck. Am I going to call and try to? No, it just doesn't matter. Like, how many lengths am I going to try to go? And then you get shut down again, like, on a second or third attempt? It's got to be devastating. You know? You already feel like capitalism just crushes your soul whenever you lose a customer service battle like that. You feel powerless. You know what I mean? It's just like, fuck, I'm oppressed. I'm oppressed by Adidas. <laughs> they literally will not budge on this. God damn it. Give me $10 off. But anyway, like, am I fucking crazy for that? I feel like I'm being totally reasonable. 
given the context of everything. And that's the problem. It's like anytime you have an issue that has context to it, it's like, fuck that. Unless there's a policy that black and white says, if this happens to you, you get this, then nothing, nothing will happen, which is just crazy. You're slinging out free shipping just because I gave you my email address, but I can't get 10 bucks off a shoe. I just, it's just flabbergasting. So at Adidas, what's good? You know, I'm buying Nike next time. I just, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I buy whatever. doesn't matter. Drives me fucking up the wall. Anyway, pivoting to another thing that just made me angry. This one won't be nearly as long, I promise. Anyway, I saw some fucking thing somebody posted. It was like a shared thing. So the original post, it was a photo of this thing. Possibly a render. Not sure. Or at least just some kind of sketch of it. I don't know. But it was like, mushroom coffins give back to nature, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, come on. There has to be, like, a woke, libtard way to get buried now. Like, you can't even just fucking drop dead and do the right thing. Like, now you're going to get canceled at your funeral because you're in a classic mahogany coffin. Just give me a fucking break and like maybe it's a good idea and maybe it isn't. To me, it sounds like you're just going to more quickly get torn apart by whatever's under there. You know what I mean? It doesn't sound comforting and it doesn't sound like I should give a fuck. Especially when all the fucking pollution is coming from giant corporations. Now I got to get fucking buried in a mushroom coffin, get eaten dead. You know? What if there's a miscommunication? I'm still alive down there. There's a little bit of activity still going. I, I, I awake four days later somehow, and it's a miracle. I wouldn't even get that chance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. It's just crazy. Like There has to be a thing. It's just like all of this new information that just came out Yet somehow there's so many fucking millions of experts on all these topics. Like, but none of this stuff existed anywhere before. And you're going to like, I don't know. It's just like this weird made up thing that there's just like years of tradition of people being this ridiculous. And there just isn't. You never heard any of this stuff. You know, but now some guy... Uh, You know, this is going to sound a little ironic, I guess. But some guy just decides that, no, it doesn't. You know why? Because I don't do this shit. I don't do what I'm about to explain. I was going to be like, "Eh, this is kind of weird coming from the guy who's talking on a microphone. You know, (laughs) unprompted. But I don't act like I'm a fucking expert on anything. Let alone like, oh, here's a video series on why you're stupid and wrong and like how you should have actually been acting the whole time in all these situations that you'll never experience and all these things you've never heard of. But now you just have an excuse to be angry at someone else when you see a new thing. And it's just like, no, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay. And you you get exactly what I'm talking about. If you've seen any of the anyone share any of these Types of things. 
Like, oh, here's all the climate recycling things you should be doing. Here's how disrespectful you are to all of these groups of people that you may not have even heard of before. <laughs> you know, just go down the list. Here's this historical fact that you didn't know enough about. And why don't you think about this every day? <laughs> you know what I mean? Why aren't you more mad about what the 11th president said once? We have to end his legacy. He said this thing once. Even though it was 200 years ago and everybody was drunk. <laughs> you know, amongst many other things. And smelly. People shit in the street. And, what, and go down the list. Like, I don't understand why another new thing is basically that if you read about a thing in the past that was bad, that meant that it was done with the same level of intelligence and common sense that we have today when it clearly wasn't, you know? And that's why people will just go, ah, oh, it was the 80s, you know? And you're supposed to just kind of get what that means. You're supposed to kind of get what that means throughout all history. Like, always in the past, everything was different, it's, you know? You would think that that's known, and you shouldn't have to explain that. But, you know, maybe in 1425, people acted a little different. How about you look up the rest of the history about, like, what life was like in 1770? You know? <laughs> maybe shit sucked and people had to kill each other a lot more. You know? I, would, I wouldn't have survived. <laughs> That's for sure. I'm barely making it now. <laughs> and I'm sitting in the air conditioning. I got a water filter and an oven. You know what I mean? It's just like, we're chilling. Things are great. You know? It's like, I, my main point is not like, oh, defend George Washington. It's more like, who gives a fuck? There's no way to even begin to comprehend. But also, you know, Remember, because that's good, and learn. But, like, you know what I'm saying? You don't need to do a fucking ten-part video series on, like, the truth of James Madison. It's like, dude, I don't, I'll never, I won't remember this, you know? <laughs> that's the thing. It's weird. People, like, latch on to all this stuff, and I see it, and, like, maybe my reaction might be like, oh, damn, is, is that for real? Because if so, then that sucks. But that's about it. You know, might spark my interest. Maybe I'll look it up and try to confirm on a thing, you know, either way, because it's also just like just because somebody's a guy doing a video and it aligns with what you think, you automatically believe it to be true. And that just isn't how that should be. Either, you know, you know, <laughs> answer me. I can't hear you. Boy. You know, two hits can get you a lot more than you think sometimes. That's all I'm going to say. Because <laughs> that, that was a rabbit hole that I was diving in there. I'm just sick. I'm just sick of it. All these damn kids with their liberal propaganda. Leave me alone, goddammit. <laughs> you know? I get it. But, uh, you know, anyone with any real identity or developing one, you know, working on a sense of self or whatever, you're going to look back 
and be like, ah, some of that was probably pretty stupid. You know, like for sure. Anybody with a level head, you're going to be like, oh, probably took it too far because I took things too far in different directions. Back in my day. Uh, But, you know, we were more in the lines of like skateboarding and property damage and drugs and stuff. So there's things along those lines that I regret. Mostly the property damage. Because that's just not cool. Because I have property now. Not not the good kind. You know what I mean? I don't like own property. I just have stuff. Don't touch my stuff. You know? But if somebody does, it's like, oh. You know, goes around, comes around, I guess. <laughs> God damn it. Don't touch my stuff, please. <laughs> please. Anyway. You know what I mean? It's just like, talk about like needing to wake up. The irony. it The irony is just so thick. You could slice it with a knife. I've also never understood, I've never liked that term, I guess. I guess I understand it, obviously. What they're saying is a thing that you cannot see is thick enough for you to cut it as if you could see it. Right, like it's so thick you can actually see it. However, if I see something that's like thick, let's say, right, and I'm like, oh, that needs to be cut, I probably wouldn't get a knife. You know what I mean? If it's like thick, wouldn't you get a saw? You know, a chainsaw, perhaps. A cleaver, maybe, like if you're going with analog. I don't know. Like, if it's still a kitchen thing. Either way, it's just like, I don't know. Because I, I feel like I always picture a butter knife, too, when I hear that. Just because it's my most commonly used knife. Shout out to peanut butter and jelly. So, I don't know. I don't know how to gauge that. But, you know what I mean? It's just always bugged me ever since I was a little kid. Never been able to shake it. Never been able to shake it. Similarly, like, I'm aware and know that the Toyota logo is supposed to be a T, but all I see is a man with a 10-gallon hat on. You know? And the thing across is just the brim. And I don't see anything else. I, like, I can kind of tell what you're saying when you're telling me it's a T. At least someone told me it's a T. That could have been incorrect, I suppose. But... I always see it as a guy with a cowboy hat. And I really, really, like, can't see it another way. And it kind of bothers me. Because, like, I know that it's wrong. And I can't fix it. So, Toyota, fix your logo. <laughs> to appease me. That's how it works now. If anyone has any problems, you announce them and people change for just you. Right? See? It all comes full circle. I'm glad I got to call back to my little thing. I just did. Whew, my mouth is dry, ladies and gentlemen. I got the cottons. I got the cottons. I'm going to take a little water break. All right. I just want to add, in all greatness, I was just scrolling through this thing. And... I just have to revel in the amazingness that is Justin Fields and my Chicago Bears. Look, it's a preseason game. I understand that they don't really matter in literally like any way, but it does matter in that 
if you play like shit in a preseason game, you might not be that good. Playing great, it just means you've at least got something. You at least had it that day. You know what I mean? So like you could take away from it in that way. But being bad is a very bad sign. And the dude was out there. He was calm. He said the speed of the game was a little slow to me. And he looked fucking legit. He looked like fucking Cam Newton back there. But better. <laughs> you know? Uh, two tutties. Rush, one rushing. One passing. Through to his left. Bunch of completions to his left. Mitch can't throw to his left. Look up those advanced stats if you're not aware of them. Mitchell Trubisky literally can't throw to the left side of the field. It's something like a 20% completion percentage. Like It's outrageous that it's even factually possible for an NFL player to do. A guy that started fucking four seasons, roughly. It's not about him anymore. We're back with Justin. Uh, Andy Dalton is going to get absolutely destroyed against the Rams. Probably going to play like shit, and I think we'll be right on to Justin Fields. We saw the quick trigger Nagy had to get rid of Trubisky. I think that he likes Andy Dalton a hell of a lot more, obviously. That's why they went out and got him. They say he's going to start. But, I mean, everything I'm hearing, like outsiders, insiders, you know, everybody who's seeing snaps, playing training camp, any reporters, any anything, all the news is this kid is just wowing everybody every step along the way. And he seems incredibly calm and comfortable and hearing him talk. It's just like, dude, this guy's like bored. I love it. I've ne- I've said it before. I'll say it again. I've never been this excited. Like this is like this. This is better than Derek Rose. Cause, well, I will also partially admit. I thought Michael Beasley was going to be the better player coming out of college. So, again, there goes my NBA fucking evaluation ability. Um, But, like, once Derrick Rose actually showed up and started playing, I was like, holy fuck. And the hometown kid, I didn't even know about any of that going in. Just like... um, But, yeah, I mean, this is as big as that. You know? I mean, we just had fucking... The entire Cubs core from the World Series team get fully, fatally ripped apart. It's absolutely devastating and heartbreaking. And I was just in Wrigleyville and I was like, I was literally screaming after seeing Freddie Gibbs at like, oh, look at all these shitty buildings nobody asked for. I'm glad you tore down the neighborhood and ruined it. Just so you could also tear down the team and ruin it. Like nobody asked for literally any of this. You could have just kept it as it was, and we could have stayed great for another fucking decade. Not great. They weren't great, which is also part of the problem. But you get the point. So that's all happening at once, and we just get to anything. Like, the Bears are our baby. They're the number one. They're my number one. Football's my number one. Um. So, like, to have this level of hope, it's like you can, the Bulls can still suck. They had made some new additions. They, you know, hopefully they'll actually make the playoffs now. But uh, <clears throat> the Bulls can suck. One of the baseball teams can suck. doesn't matter to me which one. It sucks when they're both bad. And I'll, I'll take it. I'll take them both sucking. I'll take the Hawks sucking. If that means the Bears can be, like, good and contenders. And they're building it. They're building it. we got to find a way to keep Allen Robinson or get 
a somewhat close value. But, I mean, the numbers this guy's putting up with shitty quarterbacks and, like, terrible offenses, like, he is significantly underrated. And watching this guy get open and make these contested catches, like, week in and week out, watching him play, like, he is an unbelievable elite talent. And if we can lock that up with Mooney, Montgomery, like, this team is getting there. Now, the offensive line concerns are brutal, and the Tevin Jenkins thing is brutal because... I mean, you know, I th- I was like, oh, this guy was a first-round pick, like, potential. That's how he was rated. This is going to be fucking awesome. And it's like, no, they're like, we drafted him knowing he had a back thing, which explains why he slid. So it's like, why did we even need to trade up? Nobody was going to fucking draft this guy. And it's either way worse than they thought or I don't know. But it's bad. Um... I don't know. I hope I'm wrong and the guy just ends up being fine and it was just a weird thing and we fix it and then he moves on as a great career. I don't know. But when they're signing a fucking 39 and 40 year old guy off the streets to try to replace him, it's just like, uh, this is a really bad look. He's definitely going to be out. And that sucks. And I feel like all that does is delay Justin getting on the field anyway. I had to get that out there. I had to get my Bears pre preseason take out there. Um, I'm glad it's it's great to have preseason games again now that we have a rookie QB that, you know, it actually matters. Needs to get some reps in, especially if he's going to be on the bench. This year, actually, like, we'll see. I, I just really hope not. You know? Or I hope, like, best case scenario, we have an Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick situation, and the team ends up being great. <laughs> like... I don't know. I feel like a lot of the pieces are there, but that offensive line is really going to make or break literally everything because they're trending like they're going to be awful, possibly, which scares the fuck out of me. But if they're at least somewhat decent, I think there's a chance, you know, we're a sleeper hit. And we start cranking out wins. You know, all we need is Andy Dalton to take a little bump here or there. Justin comes in, starts really tearing it up. Team goes to another level. We ride it out, you know, like that would be a dream way for it to go, I guess, because then everybody kind of wins and you get a little of both and Justin gets the right exposure, whatever. I don't know. Plenty of guys say just throw them out there. They have a shitty season. If they're actually good, like they'll get better. Like, don't worry. Like, that's what Peyton Manning said, which is fair. You know, it would just be great if he just comes out and lights it up, though, and like doesn't really struggle that much. Like, and I, I, we just win. It would just be great to just get one, finally. I've never had this feeling before, you know? Like, And you know what's crazy is that like literally every Bears fan older than me has also never really had this feeling before. Like, yeah, Jim McMahon worked out and won the Super Bowl, and he was good for like a couple years. But I just mean like an actual, like, from the draft, like, holy shit, this is going to be wild. We've never had that. They always whiff, especially in re- at least in recent years. I can't really speak to previous whiffs. They obviously all were, you know. But I don't know if there was ever a time when anybody like was hyped and then it was a bust. But I, I'm just excited, man. It's gonna be a great year. But I mean, really, Bulls are trending up. Hawks are trending up. It's really just the Cubs going down. I'm okay with that. But that is my that's my Bears preseason preview. I don't know. Like I'm I'm the way things are being talked about and the way like Montgomery looks better, 
again. Team seems fired up finally. I don't know. I'm I'm in, which is hard. I'm setting it up. I know it every time, but I'm so in and I can't help it. I really think something is going to be great. And then, you know what I mean? It won't take long. Once we fucking sh- if we like shit the bed against the Rams, I'll be like, "Okay, there's perspective. There's real game shit. Let's tone it down like this is reality. Reality's back." But at least for the next few weeks, I'm going to be riding so high. Knock on wood. Um can't wait i'm just absolutely thrilled so that's the bears preseason preview hard to say um i'm gonna take a little break y'all won't notice which is great for me again the magic of editing if i didn't even tell you you guys wouldn't even fucking know see what i mean see what i do for you guys i just hook you up i give you all this information and i you know just doing my best (laughs) i don't know uh, taking a break. Ready to watch the finale of White Lotus. When I return, we're gonna do the finale recap, White Lotus Part Two. Thoughts, whatever. And spoilers. Definitely will be spoilers on the whole series and the finale. So don't listen if you're not caught up. But uh, yeah, enjoy. I hope I do. All right, we are back. It's now much, much later than I had originally planned. It's actually the next day. Um, now I can try to tell you that it's so... Look how reflective I have been on this episode of The White Lotus. Um, But it's actually more like I got pretty hammered and had to go to bed <laughs> so but here we are uh a day later the taliban <laughs> just continues to wreak havoc it's just like it's just pretty funny the irony of that oh, is that ironic either way just the fact that they're just like instant it's just like what were we even doing there the whole time anyway we're talking the White Lotus. So my biggest concern, I don't know if any if, if you don't remember, or if you didn't listen, go back and listen to the White Lotus episode last week. I was just like, how are they going to wrap this up and make this interesting and worth my time? Now, I'd already watched the show and enjoyed the show, so it's like that weird thing where it's like it wouldn't be a waste of time, but it's just like, what was the point of this, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, and I guess I, a day later, I guess I still don't really know because I don't know. It's just such a bizarre show. I can't really wrap my head around it or maybe they just fooled me. I think that that might be the case. But anyway, so in the finale, all the plot lines finally cross together. I guess um, they basically validated what I said about Jennifer Coolidge's character not really mattering. Uh, like she interacts with like the black lady at the spa, but that lady ultimately, her story hasn't changed at all. You know, she was pretty. Th- th- I will say, 
Jennifer Coolidge like led her on the entire series about like opening a business together. But like one who falls for that in like two days. Now she was really adamant about it and the lady did push back, but still it's been like two days. Like why why do you believe this? But then she handed her like it that had to be ten grand. That was a fat envelope of cash. And she was like not happy about it at all. And I don't even know if she took it with her. Which like, is that a pride thing? Because your whole thing was trying to take money from this lady anyway. So I don't really, under- I don't understand what happened there. Like it would still be very sad, I guess. Why One, why would you want to go into business with Jennifer Coolidge's character in that show? She's a drunk mess. You know, like how, how's that going to work? You're just looking for cash, right? There's Here's a bunch of cash. I don't understand the problem better that way now i'm sure it's much less cast than she was expecting but still you understand the point so that whole thing i didn't like any of it and then jennifer coolidge's character i keep just saying jennifer coolidge's character it feels like those are the only words that i've said since i've been back on um she was with that guy she meets some guy who i can't the actor is the most familiar man i've ever seen i don't know what he's from or what his name is, and I haven't looked, and I should, but that's going to bother me. He looks like a King of the Hill character in human form. Uh, she just start, hooks up with that guy who's just another guy at the hotel, and like literally nothing happens there. They just keep fucking and hanging out. And then he's like, oh, well, I'm dying. Which you could tell. He was coughing up a lung the whole time. So that 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 part was just a waste of time. And it ended up never really mattering to any of the other plot points of the entire show. Um, the teen girls. That whole thing. So. Here's what I didn't realize in the initial. Wa- I guess I not realized, but it didn't really click with me because I was pretty invested in like the binging of five straight hours of the white lotus that it kind of went right over my head but okay these two girls are like best friends they do everything together blah 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 blah. they're always doing like the exact same things they're into the exact same things all of these things and it's revealed that the white girl who is part of the rich family uh you know she stole the boyfriend of her best friend. Fucked up. You know, that's a red flag that says, hey, probably shouldn't be friends. You know, especially when it's a girl. You know, they're women are vicious, <laughs> like to each other. Especially in the younger days. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> Christ. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. That's the whole thing. But anyway, you're going on vacation with this person who's your best friend. You clearly have known each other for a long time. Like, they make that pretty clear, and they're, like, best friends. I mean, you know. So, I don't understand why it took the friend until they're on a massive Hawaiian resort vacation that this is a rich white family. (laughs) Basically, because their whole thing is like, oh, we're SJWs and we're pretty annoying about stuff. But like she just realized she's part of the problem right then. And then she 
only because she meets a dude who has like a sad story. You know how many people have sad stories? One, like two, this guy lives in Hawaii. Could be worse. You know? I don't I don't care. I don't I didn't feel bad for him. He's a muscle man in Hawaii who's pounding chicks at a resort. Like his life is great. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but she then takes like the she then takes her privilege and like inserts herself into this guy's life and she's just like, "Yeah, just rob this hotel room. Just do it." Cuz you deserve money. I guess was the thing. The whole thing was dumb, but the, you know, young kids, whatever, they're going for it. Um, He was like, will you please stay? See, I thought that the twist was going to be that he was just playing her and that, like, all the dudes are fucking all the guests all the time and they're always pretending and giving them bracelets and stuff. But no. So the show does, like, defy it. Like, you think, oh, this character has bad intentions, right? I thought that about the Hank Hill guy, the King of the Hill guy. I thought that about anybody new who comes in at any point during this, I always assumed that they had bad intentions, and that was almost never the case. Because the music is always so suspenseful. I think that that's really what it is. It's like, oh, nothing, something is afoot at all times. But really, nothing was ever afoot that much. Everything was pretty right in front of your eyes. Uh, so, I, I don't know. God, I've been saying that a lot. <laughs> but I will say so the whole robbery thing that was pretty crazy and then it like gets the marriage back on track anyway the girl then knows that her friend is behind the robbery uh, she wasn't very good at hiding it I mean she got deduced by her teen friend so but then, like, she never really said anything about it, and they both just kind of used it as a way to be sorry for each other. So, I don't know, I guess rich people problems. That's how big they go. <laughs> they swing. And I guess the logic was, like, no harm, no foul. I don't know. But it's just, my point was just that, like, it's weird that their entire friendship switched just because, like, she met a dude on a resort and banged him a couple times. But I guess they're teenagers. I don't know. I just, you know, it's just so, so much. Because by the end of the trip, she like wasn't speaking to anyone in the family. It's like, oh, your mind has changed this much. Like, how, how are you this unaware of what Hawaii is? Obviously, there's islanders working at these resorts. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. You know, how ignorant could you be? You ever saw Lilo and Stitch? You know? <laughs> what else is in Hawaii? You ever see 50 First Dates? Because you should. Great movie. What's the other Hawaii? There's one other big Hawaii movie. I was Oh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I mentioned that in the original. Um, But anyway, the real star of the show the whole time was the concierge guy. And he just continued to spiral out of control. He was doing massive drugs. He found out he was going to get fired. Finally, because of the Karen guy. I don't know any of the characters' names, which is fine. But <laughs> the Karen guy whose wife wants to leave him, we'll get to that. But he parties his ass off even more. He's relentlessly entertaining the entire time. Um, 
yeah, he just goes nuts, finds out he's going to get fired from the Karen guy, decides, I'm going to go on a huge bender. Let's go out with a bang. Let's everybody turn up. He just starts giving cra- all these crazy drugs from the teen girls like to the whole staff. I just keep calling them the teen girls. It doesn't sound good either. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, go nuts. And everybody's partying and all fucked up. And he just starts boiling with rage, thinking about that fucking guy, which that guy was a pain in the ass, but also like, well, he tried to fuck with him, which I get trying to fuck with him, but he wasn't very subtle with fucking with him and he got in a lot. You know what I mean? He like didn't cover any of his own tracks and just thought that it would be really easy. That's the one thing. It's I get that he's supposed to be on drugs too. It's like, I guess it's covered his lapse in judgment, but I don't know. You would just think a guy who's been around the block that many times would know to cover his tracks better, especially against that type of guy. He's definitely dealt with that type of guy plenty of times before. So that sucked. But then he's like, fuck it, I'm going to take a shit in this guy's luggage. I guess. He goes into his room, takes a shit in his luggage, and of course the guy walks in. See, now here's one thing that I don't like. Two things where there's a hidden person in a room because an employee used their card. Eh. Now, for that reason, well, here's what I don't like, I guess. The guy walks in, realizes there's a shit in his thing, then hears a noise and grabs a weapon. Because he thinks that there's still a criminal on the loose because he had overheard or he was told the story of the robbery from Steve Zahn and his wife. Right? So he's like, okay, there's a criminal on the loose. The hotel didn't even tell anybody. Right? But we already know that the guy got caught somehow. Maybe he turned in. Maybe I missed that. I don't know if they showed exactly what got him busted. If the girl ratted him out or if he just decided he was going to do it on his own. I'm not sure. But regardless... That guy's gone. We know that. But either way, so he's like, oh, there's a criminal on the loose. This guy's robbing me in my massive suite, but all he did was take a shit in my thing. So why are you grabbing a weapon? You know what I mean? All you have to do is yell. That's what was weird. Like, I just the style of reaction to that. Like, if it gets quiet, you should just be like, yo, my bad. I don't know. Now, the other guy's real on drugs, so I guess he wouldn't be able to handle it. But anyway, the dude gets fucking stabbed, and it's like, definitely didn't see that coming. Now, I thought that maybe he would be the dead body because he's fucking snorting a bunch of ketamine and popping pills, drinking booze. Because, um, again, we all knew it was leading back to a corpse somehow. And, uh, yeah, I, I just did not see that coming. Pr- a little disappointed just because I like that guy. Um, and the wife of that guy who killed the cool guy. Yeah. See, knowing names would really help here. Uh, (laughs) anyway, the rich white wife who has no talent (laughs) and she wants to leave the guy. She should have left the guy. I'm upset that she stayed with him, but basically she realized I'll never have any success. She took the money, which is like, 
were you not aware that you married this guy for the money to begin with? Because, like, there was no indication at any point that they were ever compatible in any way. So, I don't know. Because she seemed very likable because she's very cute and hot and was nice. But I, I, I don't know. I think she was a gold digger the whole time. Maybe she's just a dumb fuck. So maybe I don't like her. <laughs> Especially after that. You're coming back at the airport too? Come on now. That didn't add up. And I, I, you know what? That, that, it's things like that. Don't make sense. I do like that the kid left and he just stayed in Hawaii. Good for him. They should have let him anyway. They're like they're rich people. What's the difference? You know, I I guess that that's just what I, none, a lot of the motivations just don't add up. They don't didn't go the way that you would think. Some good, some bad. I I don't know. I I really don't know what to think of this show. I don't know what to make of it. Overall, it was incredibly well crafted, well acted. Across the board, you never once really thought of anybody as themselves. Uh, I, I guess except Jennifer Coolidge. She's just Jennifer Coolidge all the time. I guess she's just Stifler's mom all the time, but I don't want to box her in like that. Um, Yeah. So, like, the finale was good and satisfied the whole thing, but, like, overall, what was the point? I don't know. Was it satisfying? I'm going to say getting back to the corpse, yes, but, like, the interim, I don't know. It was weirdly, it's weirdly muted. It feels like not a lot happened, but so much happened, but, you know, I I don't know. It does a good job of keeping track of everybody, but it's just like, what? Wh- why are we just snapshotting into this one thing? Like, from what starting point and why? I don't know. I really don't know, and I don't know how season two is going to work. Frankly, I would rather follow up, you know? Because, like, like when I say, I guess when I say the motivations don't make sense, that's not really what I mean. It's just like, okay, that guy kills that guy, but that's, like, the last scene before he just gets back with his wife, and it's like, hold on, we spent all this time with them on this vacation and a lot of moments that, like, didn't lead to anything, but then this guy literally kills a man, and that's it? We don't know how that works out i mean i guess he just gets away with it because the guy broke in and is rich and he's rich so like that's fine but it's like i don't know what you know what i mean it's like if we're if we're gonna spend all this time watch these people snorkel and shit it's like how about when somebody fucking gets murdered we can get a little juicy so i don't know some of the some of the choices just uh not my cup of tea i guess but illogical seeming and 
But again, like maybe that's the point. It it has like a very surrealist thing in a way that's, I don't know. Maybe this is just me thinking this. Let me know. If you watch The White Lotus, hit me up. Let's talk about it. Maybe I'm fucking ignorant. Well, (laughs) just about this. Don't come at me. I don't know. I will definitely watch season two. I don't know how season two is going to work. Because they're saying new location. I think it would have to be. Maybe. Like the White Lotus closes after the murder. Maybe that's what they're getting at. I don't know. Seems unlikely. But I, I don't know. I think the new cast is a mistake unless there's overlap. Like, I want the kid to still be in it. Like, he's living on the island now. Maybe he works at the resort to get by. Whatever. There's got to be a little something. Or the spa lady, I guess. Or maybe the kid who got his ass eaten by the concierge. Whatever it may be. We got to have something. But I'm interested to see what it is, how it takes shape. Because I didn't see this thing coming. I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. At any moment, in any scene. Really. Yeah. I mean, I guess them not opening a business is predictable. But again, that whole storyline is just a total pass. Okay, well. I don't know how that went. (laughs) Just being honest. It's the White Lotus that just tripped me up into a million pieces. Um, It's kind of weird doing a recording in two parts because I feel like I have to keep going so much more, but like I'm already at my time. But I feel like I'm supposed to do an hour per session. You know what I mean? Anyway. Enough Inside Baseball for y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Rate, review, subscribe to this show, please. On any and all platforms you can, check out the music, check out the merch, all linked in the description below. Follow me on Instagram at adam.rfat. You know, I think that's enough for you. But don't forget, I are fat, you are fat, we are fat. Calculator.